Hello everybody, welcome to this week's PlayStation Unchained. This is episode 20. No, I can't believe we're at the 2-0 already. It's, it's been an interesting time. Um, well, I'm your host, Chili. Uh, this week we've got Glenn Gordon, or Commissioner Gordon, as everyone seems to be calling him nowadays. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Uh, so how have you been since you've been on last time, Gordon? It's been a while. It has. I've been pretty good. Um, I've changed some games around, and I, I got myself a copy of Assassin's Creed, and surprisingly, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And um, I just finished with a semester of college at home in Orlando for Christmas break, so it's a good sign. Well, I know you just got rid of Killzone, but if you ever do want to play the multiplayer, just bring your heads up that it'll be... I don't know for America yet, but in Europe, you can download the multiplayer, and it'll be playable from the 28th of December to the 1st of January for free for any Plus member. You know, I actually, I, I can confirm that for North America because I saw something about it on the What's New feed on PS4 earlier. So yeah, um, if, if you if you don't have the game, you'd like to try out the multiplayer, if you've got PlayStation Plus, head to your What's New and it should be there. Uh, thank you for the confirmation there, Glenn. And we've got a, I don't know if you've been on it before, Gary, or not. It's been a while, yeah. No, I've been on once. Well, welcome newish again, Gary. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you I'm might so be new. Yeah, uh, good to see you back. It's been. It, sorry, I've been keeping putting you off, but I've been keeping getting so many emails about it. But we've got you on now, and it's been a long time coming. And I'm sure everybody's been excited to have you here. I know I have. <laughs> thank you. No problem. So I guess today we'll just jump quickly into the news. It's not probably not going to be a very long episode this week. It's probably going to be about, but we'll 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 try and keep it going. Okay, uh, rumor there's two Assassin's Creed titles in the works for 2014, according to the Examiner. Ubisoft reportedly has two Assassin's Creed titles. Source tied to projects report that one game will be for PS4 and Xbox One, while the other game will be for PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, and the game series is going under a massive rescope. Uh, Glenn. What do you think about yes. this? Um, well, it's 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 possible. Um, I, I really don't see why they would make a separate game for the previous generation like that. That that's that's a bit of a mystery to me. But um, if they are, it's great news for those still with an Xbox or a 360. But my biggest concern is dividing the experiences like that. I mean, are, are they doing it just because they have a way to advance? advance the new generation's experience or you know are they just doing it to give the um previous generation something special i I think it's kind of an odd division there i think i know the answer glenn but i'll let gary gary step in now quickly um well uh i personally am kind of tired of assassin's creed (laughs) so um i don't know if it's to me just kind of depends on if it's gonna be like a whole core type of game for both systems or if maybe the ps3 and 361 is going to be kind of like a side game like uh liberation was on the vita so i don't know i guess we'll we'll see what they do 
I, I think I, I think I can end this entire conversation right now with this this one little quote from a famous person that I like, Angry Joe. <laughs> Shut up and give us money. That's, that is it. That is all it is. Shut up yeah. and give us money because people who own both the PS3 and PS4, if they had the PS3 and PS4, they would go for the PS4 version because it'll be superior. But right. by making a PS3 version that's different to the PS4 version, people will pick both consoles and buy both because they want both for the complete experience. It's basically shut up and give us money. Because uh, I don't know. Because like Gary said, a lot of people are, are getting tired of Call of Duty. I mean, since yeah. Ubisoft vowed to do a, a Call of Duty installment, excuse me, an, an Assassin's Creed installment every year, I mean, it, it's had Call of Duty syndrome. You know, it, it's... It's starting to take its toll on people. So but they know I, I that. Know. They know that. Yeah. And they're yeah. trying as much as they can to get as much money from that cow before it dries up. I personally I, think it's a little too late for that now. I mean, oh, it, I don't know, because a lot of people <clears> have got back, got a lot of faith in the game now since Pirates of the Cara Creed. But, well, that's because they took the best part of 3 and made a full game out of it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But let me be honest. I, I, I started with Assassin's Creed at 2. I played through about half of Assassin's Creed 2. And then at, at suddenly I just got so bored. Like, I, I didn't want to play it anymore. I, I tried to play it again and I couldn't. And then the same thing happened with 3. Um, but that was about when I met Connor and we started going through this big training thing. I, I was about done. So I was wary of picking up 4, which is why I went for Killzone first. And um, I think, as I mentioned last uh, in episode 18, I think, I, I was kind of tired of Killzone, so I got rid of it, and I got Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So far, I've been loving it. I feel like they've done, I feel like they've done some different things, and they've done them right here. But, you know, we, we've had the Italian assassin thing, and we've had pirates, you know. I mean, what's next, ninjas? I mean, I mean how, how much further can they push this before... I want- I want British 1920s gangsters with bad <laughs> accents and Gatling guns. Ah, I'm going to yes. get you. I, I would love Ninja. I would love them to go to feudal Japan. I think it'd be awesome. Oh, my goodness. Actually, you're, you're completely right. Feudal Japan? Well, guys, that, that would be brilliant. Well, guys, I'm going to get off this subject soon. But before I go, I just want to mention... Well, it's probably ended now, actually, but it will end by the time this podcast is over, but... Sadly, but anyone who's in Europe, they could have bought Assassin's Creed 4 for the PS3 for nineteen pounds nine on the store, and then upgrade it on your PS4 for the extra nine quid. So it'd only be thirty pounds for Assassin's Creed 4 for PS4 wow. instead of full price. Wow. Well, I saw something about that. Yeah, but before, of course, it's also only twenty pound, twenty-two pound in your local game as well. If you live in the UK, it's gone down very fast, very quickly. And buy a lot of money. So, if you are sort of uh, about the series, for that price, you might as well just give it a go. Even I was tempted to buy it. I still am tempted to buy it, but I... uh. Anyway, enough about this. Oh, sorry, Glenn, before we go, we switch. No, I was just going to say that that sounds like a pretty good deal. Well, it's not... Then you you could pick up the season pass for another... Uh, I, I don't know how much it is in Europe, but you can pick up the season pass and have a great experience with it. Well, the game is normally 60 quid, so you're saving about £38. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if Good you're deal. sort of airing about it, I recommend it. 
but only if you don't care about it. If you don't want it, then don't buy it, because seriously, there's no point then. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's go on to one of my favourite games of all time. My favourite series of all time. One of my favourite series of all time. By one of the best community managers of all time. Chin. <laughs> Chin Soon Sun. You're amazing. And Anyway, enough about Chin. Dynasty <laughs> Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition coming to PS4 and PS Vita. Um, this will include both the standard game and the new expansion pack for the PS4 and Vita. And uh, Spring 2014 is the only release date so far. Is, is that yes. also been announced for North America or is that Japan only? I think, I don't know if it's... I th- I'm going to guess it's... I don't know. He said it wasn't... Yeah, it's for Europe. I don't know when if, it, if it's from North America as well, but it's, it's coming out to Europe, so... Well, I guess I can always import it. It never comes here. Yeah, it have both English and Japanese voices as well, so... Oh, very nice. It's coming to Vita as well? Yep, PS4, Vita, and PS3. Do we know if it's going to be cross-buy? Or? Um, I doubt it, I very doubt it. They had yeah. a huge fight to get even to come to Europe in the first mm-hmm. place, let alone cross-buy, so... But... Oh, I, I think that's awesome news, though, because I've, I've missed Dynasty Warriors, I haven't played it in a while... But and there will be no complete edition for the PS3. It will just be Extreme Legends. So. That's pretty cool. I haven't actually played the game myself, but I have a friend who's played it. I've watched him play it. It looks like fun. I always love my Dynasty Warriors games. Uh, uh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't played one in a while, and I heard 8 was was really oh, yeah. good. So if it comes to the US on the PS4, I'll, I'll definitely be picking that up. And the Vita. I'll, be, I'll buy it for both. I'll just be like, all the Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> all of them. All of it in my pocket. It, it, looks like a, it looks like a great addition to the lineup. Uh, everyone was complaining um, that the lineup so far for PlayStation looked a little weak, but you know, you have all these smaller games coming out, and Dynasty Warriors isn't a small game, but it, it, it's definitely going to be welcome next year alongside all these new games coming. Okay, I'm going to put my foot down here for all the haters that said the lineup is weak. I'm going to put it right now. I'm going to solve all world hunger. All, all issues are going to be solved right now after this speech. You don't want all your games at the same time. Yes, yes. it seemed a bit weak, but I'd rather have a weak lineup at start and good games until next year because we've got Drive Club, Infamous, The Order, all that. Destiny. Up. Destiny. Watch Dogs. I was just trying to name first-party titles for really more than anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that lined up for next year. If they'd all released it in November, you'd be like, oh, I don't have enough money. There's too many games. But then you'd be like, oh, there's no more games now. It's, they're all out. By having them slowly releasing over the year, you've got loads of games just waiting. Because you can't beat every game at the same time. Not anyone could, no one can do that. So it's best to wait. Take it slow and steady. I agree. And, and to be honest, um, over on the Xbox side, and I, I hope I'm not going to spark a war here, but you know, you've got uh, Titanfall and you've got Sunset Overdrive and a few games coming out. But you know, comp- if you compare the 2004 lineup of the PS4 to the 2000, uh, excuse me, 2014, <laughs> 2014 lineup of PS4 to the 2014 lineup of Xbox, I think the PlayStation 4 shines a little bit more. And so. what people don't seem to remember is Titanfall is on PC and Xbox 360 as well. 
Yeah, everyone likes to treat it like it's an Xbox One exclusive, which it's not. I, I, I plan to play it when it comes out. So Yeah, I've got an Xbox 360 and I've got a PC, so mm-hmm. I don't need an Xbox One. That solves my issues. Anyway. I'm the only one who's not been really that impressed with that game. Have you, from everything I've seen, yeah. Have you seen Titanfall? Yes, and it's, it's average. But anyway, let's, let, let's carry on. Uh, Mass Effect 4 is already playable teases Bioware uh, great time playing the next Mass Effect game in Montreal Ad- adding ambitious, beautiful, fresh but recognisable and fun buzzwords thrown out at us to make us feel excited um, <laughs> they'll be running on the Frostbite 2 engine which has been confirmed for a long time now just like Dragon Age and will be a departure from the story focusing on Commander Shepard in the original trilogy um it doesn't have decided if it would be a. Uh, it hasn't announced anyway if it's going to be a prequel or a sequel to the current series. I think it's going to be a prequel. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Glenn? Um, I don't. I don't know. I I think it'll probably be a, a prequel because that's a logical step to take. But at the same time, I'd really like to see a sequel. I'd I'd really like to see what's next. You know. I, I won't spoil any of Mass Effect 3, but in the um, any of Mass Effect 3, a lot of stuff happened, and I wanted to. I really want to see what comes next now, if if they'll be able to um, reconcile with what happened. They might even go completely in a different direction, kind of like they did with Dragon Age, where you had Dragon Age 1, and then Dragon Age 2 has almost nothing to do with the first game. You know, and they might actually do the same thing with Mass Effect 4. I hate to say it, but it's going to be the same story. It's going to be the Bioware story, because I'm sorry, but Bioware does change it a little bit, but nearly every game is, oh no, there's big threat. Oh no, I've got to gather together an army. Oh no, I have the army. Oh no, I've defeated the big threat. Yeah. I know that's most standard games, but Bioware (laughs) Bioware games seem to really push that sort of... I'm glad somebody like somebody said that because every time I, I, I literally say the same thing and people get upset and angry with me and say I don't know what I'm talking about. But They even did it with a Sonic game. <laughs> a Sonic game that has the Bioware-style storyline of Dragon Age. Yeah, the how DS that, one, right? Yeah, how does that even work? <laughs> how, do, how, do these, how do the things work? <laughs> Sonic. I used to love Sonic games. I don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess I'll go off topic quickly anyway. Um, if you're on Android or an iOS phone, I recommend buying Sonic Two Enhanced Version. Seriously, if you like Sonic Two, buy it. Seriously, buy it. It has Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic as playable. You can even have Knuckles and Tails as combination. It has the power ups from Sonic Three and has the level that was cut from the original game as well that's been fully added to the game. So, okay, so I need some money now so I can buy this. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I won't advertise it too much because we're not an Android company, but I do recommend it if you're a Sonic fan because it's Sonic and he needs the support he can get because he hasn't he had does. any for a while. He'll get plenty of support in Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed in some regards that Nintendo has him because 
that that just limits what can be done oh, yeah. right now with a struggling character. Because obviously Nintendo's going to put Mario first above Sonic, no yeah. matter what. So, so from now on, that means Sonic's going to be in the background unless he's acquired by someone else. Yeah, just I think Sonic. Sega should let Nintendo make a Sonic game, see what happens. <laughs> but they did. It's called Super Mario 3D World. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, anyway, from one mascot to another mascot to the better Sony mascot, Crash Bandicoot speculation. Sony Denmark adds fuel to the Crash Bandicoot speculation. By the way, I don't mean better. Seriously, I I, I like Crash, but Sonic was always better for me. But enough with that. In a new twist to the rumours that won't cease, a picture of Crash Bandicoot has again emerged on a Sony-controlled Twitter account. Following the decrypted appearance of Crash in Sony's This Is For The Players, PS4 Badvert back in November, the internet's been a buzz with blah 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 blah. To add the fuel to the fire, Dennis Brands of Sony PlayStation have uploaded a Christmas-themed picture of Crash to its Facebook page. What do you hope to have under this Chris- the Christmas tree this year, Varnier Gaff? By the way, Neil Gaff, go read it. Anyway, this comes after Sony Brazil did a similar stunt back in November, seemingly conceding with Crash Advert's appearance. Since then, Activision has reiterated yeah, that word, its position <laughs> as a holder of the license, but that hasn't stopped countless fans from dreaming of Crash Returns to PlayStation. Does anyone else want Crash back? And why? I want Crash back. I mean, I I first started on PlayStation with Crash, with Crash and with Spyro. And, man, it would be awesome to see a platformer come back to next gen. And, you know, I think that there is something to these rumors because, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's been a lot of smoke. I mean, from the Greatness Awaits commercial, that little sign with Crash on it, you know, that could be passed off as something, but then you have this, and then you have something else with Sony Denmark, and, you know, I, I think that something is going to happen with Crash, I don't know what or how good it will be, but something's definitely there, somehow. They're trying to smoke us out so much with this news that we can't see it happening, because we're blinded by the smoke of awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> That's about how it works. Yeah. Anyway. I personally don't think it's going to happen, at least not from Sony's side. I think if it does happen, it's going to be from Activision because I, I, people, I think Activision can see how much people want it, and it's just too big of a money cash in for Activision to sell the license back to Sony. Personally, I know they haven't done anything for a long time with Crash Bandicoot, and I don't know. I just it's something people want, and Activision, knowing Activision, they're going to try to milk it for as much as they can, and. I don't think they're going to sell it back to Sony anytime soon. Well, they've done something because if Activision were behind it, then they'd probably want their name to be out there, but instead they've removed Crash from their page. And so that means that in the public eye, the ball has been uh, given to Sony and not Activision. So my, my only question with that would be why take your own company's name out of it if you're involved? So I I don't know what I don't know what's going on. Something's going on, but they're 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 being too mysterious. I can't. Well, they can also it. rebrand it pretty much like they rebranded Spyro now with the Skylanders games. If they bring back yeah. if they bring back Cash though, I would love to see if it is Activision again, which I hope not. Please don't be Activision. <laughs> please don't be Activision. Um, if they did though, and they still have Spyro, which they do, they should have like a. 
Like they did with Crash 3, I think it is, where you can unlock a Spyro the Dragon demo from inserting a cheat at the start of the game. That would be cool if they did that. I'd love to see Spyro come back too. Oh yeah, proper Spyro, though. Not fake Spyro. I'm going to call him from now Fake Row. That's going to be his name. (laughs) Fake Row. There we go. So yeah, I don't want any more Fake Row. I just want some Spyro, please. Only Insomniac, the world's largest indie studio, only Insomniac could do Spyro proper justice, I think, at this point. I'm not sure who, I'm not sure what other studios would make Spyro the way Spyro should be. Okay, guys, so I think we're going to go straight to our reviews now, though, with our first review of Toki Toki... Uh, I think, what is it called? Toki Toki... Toki Tori, should I say, not Toki Toki. That's stupid of me. By <laughs> uh, Dutch developer Two Tribes. Uh, it was reviewed by... John Paul Jones. I'm not. Sh- this must be one of our new reviewers. So good to give you a shout out, and good to see you on the site as always. Um, we like the smoothly progressive puzzles. The bite-sized stages make for easy pick up and play. Rewind function and wildcard system make the game frustration-free. Only one way to solve any given. Well, sorry, we dislike only one way to solve any given stage. Not enough variety in the four worlds provided. We gave it an 8.0, which is a pretty pretty good score. And it does look very good, actually, and the review does seem pretty good. I do recommend... And the summary is a, division, a devious puzzle platformer from yesteryear given a sugary sweet contemporary facelift. Toki Tori manages that rare feat of being able to cater and entrap novice and veteran puzzle fans alike. I mean, puzzle fans alike. Not puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> For its brisk puzzles and progressively more difficult conundrums, what it lacks of variety, it makes more than makes up for its sheer addictiveness, fun, and satisfaction. See, I can't satisfy anyone because I can't say the word. (laughs) Satisfaction. Satisfaction. (laughs) Um, So, um, Gary, have you played this yet? I have not played it, no. I actually don't know anything about it except for that it was reviewed. I read the review, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like my type of game, so I don't even know. if I'll be, Like, is there a demo for it? Like, I'll try out the demo. I think there is a trial version on the store. Oh. Like one of those 60-minute trial ones? No, from I think it's like a demo, but I'm not sure what it is. It's a bit weird. But yeah, I think there is a demo, so... No, maybe I'll try it out. See what's up with it. I might give it a try as well. That that sounded po- really positive. So next, um, Glenn, any 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 sort of things you want to jump in? Um, well, I'm just thinking about it because I've been uh, trying to open my, well, expand my horizon, so to speak. Because really, prior to PS4, I haven't really played any, or well, let's say many indie games. I played some Limbo. And I played a little bit of something else, but I haven't really played many indie games, so I'm, I'm trying to expand my horizons and uh, give some of the smaller games a try. I'm looking forward to games like Transistor, uh, which I think I can play on Steam right now, anyway. But um, yeah, I'm. This one got an eight. I can, after reading the review, I'm, I'm interested. I'm willing to give it a shot. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, so we'll move on to our next review, which is a game that I'm actually looking might purchase now that I've seen this review because I love my JRPGs, but I just haven't had the money recently because of all the giveaways <laughs> I've been doing. So, yeah. 
anyway, wise or wise memories of Celeste. Again, as always, sorry if I said these names wrong, but I am rubbish at pronouncing stuff because I am British. I, th- I think it's pronounced Yees, but Yeez. I'm not sure. Yees? Yees memories of Celeste validates an inconsistent narrative with a simple and engrossing combat scheme that works perfectly in short and long bursts. $40 may seem high, but this Yees makes PlayStation <laughs> Vita owners happy they have one. We like the addictive and simplistic gameplay, customizable leveling system, engage in exploration. We dislike weak narrative at times, frame rate drops, and longer loading times. What do you guys think about this? Any of you like I RPGs? I love RPGs. I love the Tales games. I love Persona, as we talked about before. Um, I'm excited for this because, um, probably for a reason other than the game itself, because. I think right now Vita really needs some games that are not ports of PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 games and, and good ones at that. And so I can definitely get behind a new RPG and uh, looking at some screenshots, it looks really nice. And um, it, it seems to have some positive uh, feedback behind it as well. Got an eight from us. So yes, I am, I'm all for this and I am... Well, when I get my next paycheck, I'm, I'm a little broke college student right now. But um, when I get my next paycheck, I think I'm going to give this one a try. Well, I am a huge fan of Yeez. I've been playing it since one of the one of them came out on the PSP. It's called like Yeez, the Ark of something, I don't remember. But I've been playing them for a long time, and I'm a huge fan. And I'm playing this one currently right now, too. And it's, it's very addictive and very fun to Great game. Highly recommend it to everybody. Okay, that's good. But I'm going to actually expand the news our news section this week because there's been quite a bit of news. And really, there's not much to talk about for a topic of the week because it's nearly Christmas! Woo! Woo! So there's not many topics right now because there's not much major gaming news. There's a bit, loads of little bits, little, little, little presents that you find in your stocking, but there's no actual major present Christmas news. So we'll just jump on with a bit more news. What do you guys think? That's fine by me. Okay. Yeah, um, there is actually something I'd like to bring up at some point, too, if we, if we have the time. Sounds good to me, Glenn. We'll bring it up. Um, I'll do two more news stories then, and then we'll bring up your your point then, Glenn. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. This one, I just re- I just noticed this one. That's why I had to bring it up, because I just wanted to cry. Sadness. Um, <laughs> no, Jack Tennant, don't don't have your heart broken. <laughs> President and CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment America has laminated on going PS4 shortages in the region. You have competition out there. There are a lot of things that people can spend money on, like Warframe, like me, especially during the holidays. And the holidays only come around once a year. That's that's a good spot there, Jack Tennant. I, I never noticed that before. Till you just announced that. So that's really when you want to take advantage of the market opportunity. It breaks my heart if somebody's got $400 in their hand and they want one and we can't sell them one, said Trenant. I want to know where he knows people that have $400 in their hand. <laughs> They're literally just walking around with this $400 going, yeah, got $400. <laughs> um, anyway, in the UK um. specifically, several major high street chains have... have already been resupplied with new PS4s after its launch on November 29th. 
Some outlets were also offering the consoles off the shelf at launch without the needed pre-order. And trust me, that wasn't that many people. That wasn't many at all. <laughs> um, and it sold 2.1 million PS4s as of December 1st, which is insane. Wow. Yeah. How many again? 2.1 million. Yeah. Wow. It's like over 900,000. And this is in, that's in addition to all the pre-orders, which were at like 1, 1.5 million yeah. before launch. Yeah. That's insane. Well, no, I think it includes it. Over 1 million were sold in America, 700,000 in Europe and Australia, and 250,000 in the UK. See, I would totally think it'd sell more in Europe, because Sony is so huge in Europe, as opposed to North America. It's, it's interesting. Well, I think that the Europe um, equation, because I, I remember seeing about the statistic, the, I think the Europe uh, part of the equation was referring to just like the UK. I, I don't think it, it took into account other European countries like uh, Germany or Italy and all of that. No, I think it did, because it says Europe and then it says UK as well. So um, my guess is that because Europe was staged, it wasn't all at once. Right. Just, yeah, because it was all a couple of weeks difference between summer Europe, summer UK, summer blah, blah, blah. So there might be more sold now, but it was just then. That. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jack Tanner, I'll get you a tissue and you'll be happy again soon once people start spending those $400 in their hand. <laughs> I wish it was only... <laughs> I wish it only cost us $400 because then I'd be happy to buy even more. <laughs> but no, it cost more than that for me. Yeah, my PS4 cost me £600, which is about what? $900. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I did buy That's every crazy. game, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant, like, just the PS4 itself. Oh, no, just the like, PS4 what? on its own is 350 which is about $500. Or you can buy an Xbox One, and that'll be even more. That'll be a, a, a cost of a rocket, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm still that. Okay, let's quickly go on to our next article. After that, let's cheer ourselves up with a bit of disappointment. Um, the Last Guardian dev on PS4 and Xbox One development. Uh, Fuma Yuda. Again, sorry if I say this wrong, but as I said before, I cannot say names for shit. That's the nicest way to put it. I really can't. Uh, Fuma, uh, I'm saying his name again. Uh, Told publications that video games and technologies are example from one another. It'd be like that for the next few years compared with early days, game engine creation and editing tools have given the artists and designers greater control. You'll be able to control expression in finer detail and I hope the speed of iteration will increase. He's currently working as a freelancer for Sony Computer Entertainment Japan where he continues work on the long Long, 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 long delayed The Last Guardian. Originally announced in 2009, pegged for 2011 holiday release, but but still hasn't been released. It could be that they missed a number and it meant 2101 could be the release date, but we'll, we'll let them go with that for now until we hear more. Um, what do you guys think? Um, well, game, game delays are tricky things, because... They could be delayed for a number of reasons, and we haven't seen The Last Guardian or, or heard much about The Last Guardian for a while. So, um, goodness, I, I don't know. Fumito Ueda, I, I don't know what I don't know what he's what he's trying to get at here. Uh, and you, um, Gary? Um, well, I don't know. Like that game, like you said, has been delayed for so long. But I, 
I, I think once they eventually do show it again, I think people will be a little surprised that I think it's going to be a little different than what people have already seen at the game. But I also think it's it's really going to blow people's minds what they've what they were able to accomplish. And I personally think it will be a PS4 title. I think they've moved on from the PS3 with that game. There's no reason for it anymore. But I don't know. It's 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 really hard to say with with a game like that what exactly is going on there. Because a, a delay of two years is pretty significant. So, yeah, and- this is why I think like the game is going to be completely. Well, not completely. I think it's going to be different from what they've already shown. I think they realized what they were trying to achieve. They just couldn't achieve on the PS3. And so they probably decided to move it to the PS4, and that's why they haven't shown it in such a long time. Here's a small fact that not everyone knows. Um, Ico was originally going to be a PS1 title before it got ported over to the PS2. Oh, see? There you go. So it's not the first time they ported stuff over. Yeah, like, just seeing the videos for that game, like, you know, the, the giant beast thing and yeah you know i can't even imagine how hard it was for them to get like its fur or feathers to move around realistically but i don't know i just feel like they probably realized what they wanted to do with that game they just couldn't do on on the last gen and decided to move it to next gen instead the cell was actually a beast for stuff like that actually no okay but they would still have had issues it would have been it would have run like the you would have been playing the game like it had been in treacle that's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> yeah, so... Very sticky treacle as well. Um, I think that'll be it for our news today. We don't want to We don't want to confuse everyone with all the news, so... Glenn, you had something you wanted yes. to say? Fire away. Yeah, there's been a bit of a scandal that I'm sure you guys are aware of lately um, regarding a retailer named Zavi. Oh, those who- twats. I mean, yes, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They um what had happened was a lot of customers had ordered Tearaway, which has been doing very well, I believe. Um badly. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Okay. Uh well the retailer um made a mistake. Instead of shipping just a copy of Tearaway, they shipped out a copy of the game and a PlayStation Vita console. So people who ordered Tearaway got a PlayStation Vita console. Zavi realized their mistake, and they uh, requested people give it back. Um, they, they sent out this letter that actually threatened legal action, except by the tone of the letter, it seemed that this letter was sent to people whom they had contacted before and hadn't responded yet. Um, anyway, it's, it's been a big blow-up. A lot of um, customers are like, no, well, you know, we they, you send it to us, so we're not obligated to send it back because it was unsolicited or whatever. Um, well, I was looking around and at Gamer Law, um, there's someone who has actually taken the time to explain um, the legality of what Zavi is doing. So um, what this author says, he says, uh, here's a classic legal question for you. When you give something different to what someone was expecting, what happens? Who's right? And he says, Zavi is actually within legal right to want those devices back. Um, the the big problem that people were saying was this was unsolicited and we're not required to give unsolicited items back. However, these items were in fact solicited, which is what he says. He says that the customers solicited business from Zavi. Zavi just made the mistake and sent the wrong thing. So they are within their legal right to request those items back. Uh, what do you guys think? 
All I want to say is, give me my Metal Gear Solid collection, you cancelled Zavi. Give me the Naruto Collector's Edition content you kept from me, Zavi. Uh, why did I have to wait three month, uh, two months just to get a response telling me I won't be getting my Collector's Edition content when you sold me the Collector's Edition? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so keep... I, I, I know we can't say keep the Vitas because Zavi are bad as a site because then we'll get in trouble. But as a person with personal feelings, of opinions of personal things, I say, keep the shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my personal opinion of personal things that has no affiliation with the site. That's, that is my feelings of feels. Anyway. I, 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 I'm unfamiliar with Zabby. I, I believe they're just in the UK. What, imagine, what do you think? Imagine GameStop... But imagine they don't send you content and don't respond to you and charge you more and take forever to deliver. Uh, and then mix it together <coughs> in a nice bowl of shit and then rim it a bit, yeah, a bit of sprinkles, yeah. And then you've got yourself a Zavi. <laughs> that is description of the year right there. Description of the year. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> Well, let's just say they've got a premium number for their customer service. I had to call about... Well, for the all I wanted... Basically, I ordered the Collector's Edition Naruto Storm 2. And you're supposed to get a statue and some cards. The statue arrived, but the cards didn't. Normally, I don't care. I don't care about the cards, but I thought, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to bend over and take it. I'm going to contact them. Anyway, I phoned them up. They said, oh, I'm sorry, but the person in charge of cards is on holiday for a week. There's so one wait, person. This is a person in charge of cards. There's one person who just, oh, this guy deserves a card. Let's give yeah. him one. Yeah. What? So anyway, I phoned up the week later, being, being a good British citizen. Waited the week for his holiday. Um, and he was ill for another week. So I waited that hmm. week. Uh, anyway, phoned him up then. Oh, he's he's not in. So I phoned him up next couple of days later. Oh, he's not in. Phoned up a week later. Oh, he's busy right now. Uh, Does this man actually have a job there, or do they just have like a, a sock puppet sitting there, <laughs> just to pretend to be the person in charge of cards with a little name card on his desk? Like <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a month and a half later, and about thirty pounds in phone bills. I finally got to talk to the guy. He exists. And he said, <laughs> sorry, we don't have any in. Wow. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I, I, I'm mystified already. Like, this is supposed to be, I, I believe, a nationwide chain, I think. Yeah. yeah. And there's only one person in charge of cards for the entire nation. <laughs> this, is, this is an important man. <laughs> People I, I want their trading I cards. In charge of cards. <laughs> I would take that job instantly. Are you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this was that was my experience with Zavi, and then another time with Metal Gear Solid. You know the HD collection. Mm-hmm. I pre-ordered the Super Mega Ultra Collectors which they announced, which had Metal Gear One, Two, Three, Four, and a T-shirt and a poster, and it was supposed to be in a special little tin. And anyway, I ordered this Super Mega Ultra Sexy Chocolate Edition. Um, <laughs> And they fo- they contacted me two days before release saying, sorry, we're not getting this Super Edition Chocolate Bar Bar Edition. Uh, 
we're going to have to cancel your order and give you the normal edition, but we'll still get a t-shirt. Well, I thought, well, I don't, I probably won't fit the t-shirt because I'm quite fat. And if it's going to cost me an extra 20-odd quid just for that t-shirt, really. So I'll, I'll just cancel the order if that's okay. Oh, yes, Mr. Shillabit, okay, it's cancelled. Four days later, people have started to receive their parcels from Zavi of the Super Mega Ultra Chocolate Edition version. They actually got in stock, but they didn't tell me. Instead, they cancelled my order. I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. I don't I don't get it. Aren't you, like, if you pre-order it, aren't you guaranteed to get it? Well, no, because they phoned me up telling me they wouldn't get it. And then they got it. Yeah. Well, even with the cards, you know, like, you, you got your game, but you didn't get the cards, right? Yeah, but with that Metal Gear, they phoned me up telling me that they weren't going to get in stock. So they asked me if I wanted to keep it a normal edition or cancel it. That just seems like a very tricky and unfair business practice. I, to me, it sounds like they know they're not going to get it. They just want people to pre-order the game. Well, they got so it. They, they got it in the end. But, uh, they, but then they didn't let you know. They didn't let me know. They told me that they weren't going to get it, so I cancelled it. And then they did get it. Wow. That's not, res- that's not responsible at all. So that's why I have such a rage for Zavi. Rage. Oh, my copy of the rage. I feel the rage for Zappy and I'm not even in the same country. <laughs> feel the rage. Uh, anyway, I think I think we've we've burnt Zavi enough and <laughs> we might get into trouble now by Stephen and that, but I shall take the blame because these are oh. my feelings of feels that are personal. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. That's oh, alright, Gwen. It's okay. It's okay. Um, right. So guys, what have you been playing this week? I'll, I'll ask, well, I haven't seen you guys for a while, so what have you been playing for the last few weeks? Glenn? The last few weeks? Let's see, aside from final exams? Oh, uh, that's the see, most I've, difficult of all game. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I, I'm happy to announce I've probably gotten an A on most of them. I've, um, I've gotten to do a review of Doki Doki Universe, uh, my first review for PlayStation Universe. Uh, let's see, I've... What else have I gotten? Let me look at my PlayStation Four. It's right here on in front of me. Uh, I've been playing. I've been playing some Warframe. I know. You, I know you're addicted to Warframe, <laughs> but I, I've been playing a little bit of that and haven't gotten too far into it yet. Well, if you um, if you need any help, Glenn, please say because I've pretty much got. Oh, I've got. I do. I've got Deathcross, <laughs> Loki, Frost Prime, Rhino, Nova, Vault. I have also spent yes. 95 anyway. hours in that game, so yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Yes, I, I definitely need help, so yeah, please, no Sensei. I shall, I, I shall come down and help you, son. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean? This is going to kill everything for you, and you're just going to get the X. <laughs> I'll just take notes. I'll just sit here with my notepad and watch. Wait. He won't even do it. He'll let his minions do it for him. <laughs> we'll just sit back and have a cup of tea together and watch Yay. the show. <laughs> anyway, Glenn, carry on. So, uh, as I mentioned, I've also been playing and enjoying Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, um, nice. which is remarkable because I, I just haven't enjoyed Assassin's Creed previously. Let's see. I've, I've started a little bit of DC Universe Online. Yay. Success. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. So. Oh, really? 
I've been playing it since launch day, so. Ah, sweet. Well, with finals, finals, my... (laughs) Oh, yeah. With with final exams, my list of games, I've just been kind of playing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but, like, now that I'm on Christmas break, I... I can um, at least, play a at, bunch more. At least, Glenn, there's one bonus from you doing your final exam. Your seed rank oh. will go up, so your rank you'll yes. get more currency every every so often from from having a better seed rank. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. I have studied, and this is my reward. Yay! <laughs> How about Gary? What have yeah. you been playing? Oh well, I have been trying to catch up on some backlog of my PS3 games. Uh, I started playing Dead Space 3. I'm a huge Dead Space fan, so I'm trying to finish that. I think I'm pretty close to the end there. I've also been playing Yeez on the Vita, which is phenomenal. Uh, I am still somewhat playing Warframe. I'm trying to stay away from it because it is such an addicting game for me, as Ben knows as well. I'm also playing Injustice on my Android phone because I want to unlock the Batman Beyond costume in the Injustice console game. And it's like almost impossible to do. And I'm getting really frustrated well, with that. <laughs> may I ask you about Injustice? Because it, it looks good. I had my friend um, show me some of Injustice on his Wii U. And it actually looks like a good game. And I'm interested in it. But I haven't... I just don't know if it's worth the $60 to play it. How, how is the game? I personally love the game. Honestly, it, it's definitely my fighting game of the year. It's actually been... My favorite fighting game of the last console generation, to tell you the truth. I mean, I th- what they did with that game is I think they've kind of evolved the storyline and how a story is presented in the fighting game. And it, they've done a really good job with that. Um, it kind of plays like Mortal Kombat, so a lot of the moves you'll probably be able to do the same way. But like the, the large roster of characters in the game, the amount of content... It's for sixty dollars, especially if you get the ultimate edition. Like the amount of content in the game is absolutely worth sixty dollars. Like it is a lot of fun, and you know the multiplayer is fun. It's a little laggy, as all fighting games will be. But I, I highly recommend it, especially if you're a DC comic book fan. I mean, there's always going to be one character that you're going to love that's in the game already. So I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. I just wish it had like the tag tag. Uh, tag battles easily in the game to tell you the truth because I, I really miss that as well other than that it, it's a great game and the storyline itself is really worth playing because it's actually kind of dark dark storyline which is always nice to see kind of like honestly if if dc would allow them to to do blood and gore and m-rated this game would would have been that much better because the story is violent and there's a lot of times where in the story where they cut away from things because obviously they can't show it but I highly recommend it. Uh, you'll know who my favorite character is in the game when I say this. In brightest day, in blackest night, <laughs> no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. Yeah, I like Green Lantern. <laughs> no, I, wish I have that... no clue who that is. I, I, no idea. <laughs> no idea. No, I wish there'd been no, more I'll... different lanterns, to be honest. I would love to have played as the Red Lanterns. <laughs> See, you and I did have different views on that. <laughs> I mean, one lantern, just give them different skins and they all do the same thing. Well, that's why I was I was talking about really more than anything. I was just, ah, yeah, having because, yeah. um, oh, what's this? Uh, this is where I'm going to get my ass kicked. I think it's Carl Rayner that can actually access all the different lights because he's actually mastered all the different lights. 
So if you had him as a playable character and just have the different skins, it would technically be part of the continuity still because you could technically access them and use them. I know they gave you the John Stewart costume. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which everybody wanted, right? Everybody was so upset that John Stewart wasn't in the game and Hal Jordan was, even though Hal Jordan is the most recognizable Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> you think you'd go with the most recognizable, yeah. but no. I'm a huge Batman fan, but everybody loves Batman. My favorite in that game personally is Bane. I uh, I've cool. been dominating a lot with Bane. Well, I've actually bought it as well. I got it for cheap for PS4. And I do must admit it is really good. I haven't played it much because I've been busy with Warframe. And I shall announce what I've been playing recently. Warframe. Hello. <laughs> I know everyone's shocked right now. You're like, no way. no way. He never plays Warframe. This is. Are you serious? Yes, I am being super serial right now. What is Warframe? I've never heard of this. It's Please. a free-to-play PS4 title where you play Space Ninjas. That's <laughs> the only way I can describe it. And I know you're joking here because I think you've probably heard of it, but you play as space ninjas <laughs> in the future. Well, imagine the only way to describe it is imagine Mass Effect, but with Borderlands loot. That's my idea of it, really. Only with a lot of waiting, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of waiting, too much yeah. waiting. I noticed there are some load times. Well, not just that; it's just the fact that the crafting system. I'm making the most expensive pet in the game right now. You need six mutagen samples, two former keys, and some other stuff. To make the mutagen samples, you've got to level up your clan. And that takes about a week. To get the mutagen samples, they take two out, 12 hours each, so that's another that's another few days there. To make the former keys, they take 24 hours each, so there's two days there. To make the thing, once you've made those things, it takes another 24 hours, so there's another day. So, the minimum wait time for making your new pet is two weeks. Yeah. That's weird. I don't, I don't like when games do that. Like, they'll use um, real-life uh, real time to do these things, because then it's like... I, I know they're trying to get you to invest more time in the game when you do that. Oh, you know, it's been two weeks, I need to check on... I need to play Warframe and check on my pet, but... Well, no, it's to invest people to pay money into the game. Yeah. Because you can pay real money to speed it up. Oh, yeah, that I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that game is expensive, though. Everything is so expensive with real yeah. money in that game. It's... Yeah, I, I've spent 70 quid. I, I need to stay away from You know game. what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, like, the people who, like, buy, like, Battlefield or anything like that, and then, like, they buy it late, so yeah. they spend all the... They spend, like, $20 to unlock everything because they don't <laughs> uh, get it regular. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I know, this is what this reminds me of. I know it sounds weird, but I do support it in some cases because some people, especially like this, where it doesn't, you don't get it. Unlike Battlefield, where you will get an advantage over people, it's mostly co-op. So you're not going to get an advantage over people in co-op because why if you kill, they'll get XP anyway. So you're not. You're just killing stuff to get them leveling up faster. There's no real advantage over buying it. But for those that want to keep up with their friends, it's a good way to do it because I've got a friend I play Warframe with that works like 12 hours a day sometimes. So he can't keep up with me. So he sometimes, he buys stuff in the game because that way he's the same, He can, he's earning the money so he can do it. I know it sounds right. weird, but I do agree with it in certain, certain, certain reasons. But I don't agree with it if it's going to give you an advantage. If it's completely yeah, yeah. optional and it, all it will do is 
at best make you on par with someone, then there's no no problem with it. Maybe you're going to focus your game on it. If your game's broken, completely broken without it, then no, no. <laughs> well, either way, that that's a huge balance issue. I mean, yeah. that's as the game ages, that's going to cause problems because then you're going to have a, a yeah. mass of players who have invested money into these things, and then maybe newer people or people who don't play that much that won't be able to do squat in the game. Well, you'll always, have, no matter what, you'll always get the XP and the rewards for being in the matches. Even if you got someone that's super high level that's in your in your mission that's killing everything, you're still going to get everything that drops from what he's killing. Okay. So you're not going to be... You'll level up faster because he's killing everything higher level than you. You're going to get more XP because they're a higher level. So you're actually going to level up faster than if you were just with people of your low levels as well. Uh, What's interesting that I found out about that game is... Did you ever play Dark Sector on the PS3 and 360? No, not really. Digital streams? No. Well, apparently Warframe is the spiritual sequel to that game. That's pretty cool. I, I At least story-wise, because in the in in Dark Sector, you know, the the main character gets infected and he's yeah. got like his arm starts to mutate and it kind of looks like the the Tenno uh, suits, yeah. but he has like this uh, boomerang like weapon that he uses. Yeah, when what? I was researching a lot on the game because obviously the tutorial was yeah. so bad in that game, I had to figure out how to do things. Yeah. <laughs> Some things I looked online, and then, oh, there's a story section, so I read up on it, and yeah, that game is technically what happened in Dark Sector leads to what happens in Warframe in the future, which is pretty interesting. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Oh, when, uh, while we're talking about Warframe, I do recommend reading our review, which was done by Gary, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, which was an amazing review. Done by an amazing person who's amazing in here. So go read it. So you can find So you can read it. So go do it. Anyway, I think we're pretty much out of time now. So before we go, I would like to give a biggest shout out to Chin, Sarah, Holly B, Chris Owen, Neil Gortez, Shahid, for all the people working at Sony there. Uh, uh, well, not just Sony, but Capcom there as well. When TK Games, you, you all go do a massive. Job, great amazing job so good that I can't even speak right now that's how emotional I am right now just talking about it um, I look forward to having you guys on the podcast and if you, especially Chin we keep saying you're going to be on we keep being in contact but you never get on sadly um, which is our fault as well and again to my Twitter fans I want to say happy Christmas to everyone because this will be the one before Christmas so I wish everyone a happy Christmas and if I'm not on next week a happy new year as well any shout-outs from you guys? Uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to my uh, my buddies uh, Ed, Chris, Corey, Freddie, Dice. Uh, I'll see you guys probably tomorrow. Uh, work on our, our own RPG that we've been working on. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, sweet. Get there, Gary. Maybe we'll have to do a podcast dedicated to it some week to give you guys some publicity. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, just some shout-outs to, um, let's see, to Brittany and Amanda and um, Nathan and, oh, goodness, my professors, all the little people, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, just um, everyone who's um, followed me on Twitter and everyone who's put up with me whining about my finals and all the other stuff I whine about. Thank you, guys. And um, to all those who visit PSU, um, we'd be nothing without you guys. Thank you for 
helping us make PSU great. Okay, well, before we end, what is your? How can they contact you, Glenn? How can people stalk you? <clears throat> people can stalk me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at goglen underscore. That's at g o g l e n n underscore. Um, or Glenn Gordon, G-L-E-N-N uh, dot Gordon at PSU dot com. Um, and Gary? Oh, I actually don't have a Twitter. Sorry. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I'm melting! Melting! More, more bad news. <laughs> can, can, you, can, you, can you translate that? I, I don't think I understood what you said. It, it didn't quite compute. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in Soviet Russia, Twitter does not exist. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, Twitter tweets you. <laughs> no, but uh, if you, uh, I do have email. You can reach me at uh, gaglaush. That's g a g l a u s h at gmail dot com. And yeah, that's pretty much the only way you can reach me. Or you can reach me on PSN if you like. I'm always accepting friend invites. The same. It's uh, gaglaush. G a g l a u s h. As always, you can contact me at chili underscore uk or ben.shillabearhall at psu.com or on PSU, on PSN, should I say, or as Chile. Oh, before we end, Zodmus is nearly over, folks. Only five days left. But then there'll be a super mega ultra secret competition starting straight afterwards. So keep an eye on the forums for that news. Um, so that's it for this week. Episode 20 of Unchained is over. Um, sorry there's no emails from Fonz I can't access the emails Fonz I'm sorry I know you're listening you're our number one fan but I'm sorry I can't access the emails blame Mike for that but to everyone listening to everyone listening thank God for me bye